Okay, let's redo it. No, 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 because I mean, usually it's... Hi, guys. Welcome back to Hot and Bothered. I'm I know Cedar I Sham. shouldn't be the one to be doing the intro. That's I don't I like saying. when we have these internal conversations. Well, then don't fuck up the intro and then we don't have to have these internal conversations. Okay. Go, go for it, baby. Okay, well, now you're giving me weird vibes and I don't like it. Should we restart? <laughs> no, go, 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 go. We can always crop it out, right? Obviously, we're going <laughs> to cut it out. <clears throat> Hi, guys. Welcome back to Hot and Bothered. I'm Cedar Champ. I'm Chris Bruno. And on this podcast, we talk about everything that we find hot as fuck. And everything that bothers the absolute shit out of us. Slay. We have no credentials, minimal life experience. Don't take our advice on anything. We're, what else? We're just two dumb bitches, babe. Yeah, we're two manic two little sluts. So. Ooh, I like that. Yeah. Slay. That's a new one. Manic little sluts. Yeah. That perfectly encapsulates our personalities mm-hmm. and this podcast. Mm-hmm. Don't forget to take your Adderall. Happy Tuesday. Don't forget to take your Adderall this morning. Um, That is given. I published this episode in the morning because we all know I've been late lately. I just got a fresh refill too, honey. So we are on and popping for the next 30 days. Gorgeous. We I can't love. say the same. I'm like a little Maraca. Oh, God. That's so good. So cute. I've been, I think I've told you this already, but I've been getting mine literally delivered to my front doorstep. Like it has been getting dropped off at my front doorstep. And like. Is that covered by insurance? No. <laughs> the, the concierge? I, I have to pay $15 aspect? for it, but it's fucking you, worth it, babe. Where pharmacy do you go to? It's in Cerritos. It's called Medicine Man Pharmacy. Cerritos? Why the fuck do you do things in Cerritos? I don't do anything in uh, Cerritos. Don't you like get your nails done there or some other ghetto place? No, no, no. I've never been to Cerritos. <laughs> but the pharmacy is there and it delivers to me, so I've never had to step foot in it. And it's a gorgeous thing. Like, I come home... And my little maracas are like in my door slot. And I'm like, so nice. Stunning. Don't have to lift a finger. Cause it's like, I mean, especially during the shortage, we all had like the hours waiting in line at like fucking Walgreens or CVS or something just for them to tell you we actually can't fill your prescription because we don't have any. Like, it's such a nightmare experience. And this place always has it in stock. And then it's just on my fucking doormat. I will never go to a Rite Aid, a CVS albertson's wherever the fuck else you can get mm-hmm. like a prescription at like a public pharmacy like yeah. rite aid th- the specific rite aid in beverly hills is the absolute worst place in the world and every time like sometimes i pop in there to get like a fucking card or something stupid yeah. and i'm like a double scoop cookie dough ice cream <laughs> no just kidding um and the line is like 40 people deep wrapped around i mean God bless them, but all these like 200 year old geriatric people that are just like yelling at the pharmacist. But it's oh my it's God, like elderly abuse in nightmare. there. Like the pharmacists in there are so fucking rude. I feel like they have to be. Like, have you seen the way some people talk to pharmacists? Like, especially, maybe I'll cut this out because it's like maybe slightly racist, but like, especially like the old ass fucking foreign people who speak like broken english that's like who i'm talking about they are people in beverly hills literally so mean to the pharmacists like it's so crazy they're like what do you mean my insurance can't cover this and they're like you'll have to call your insurance and they're like can't you take care of it and like the pharmacist is like no No, like there's nothing i can do about it and then they're like screaming at medical your fraud medical literally like it's such a mess and i'm just like i wouldn't wish this experience on my worst fucking enemy i just would not when there was like the adderall shortage i would i was going to that ride aid and i was like borderline about to kill myself Mm -hmm. um 
And I would have to like show them my ID every single time. I couldn't call over the phone and be like, hey, do you guys have like my pharmacist now? Like I'm obsessed with them. I'm like, hey, like do you guys like my doctor send over my pills or my prescription? Do you guys have them in stock? When can I pick them up? And they're like, yeah, we have them here. You can pick them up in 20 minutes. Yeah. But Rite Aid, I would have to go in, show them my ID for me to tell them yes or no if they have it for them to tell you yes and then or no. yeah and then if they didn't have it i would have to go back the next day with my id again that is so and this ghetto. is like a 20 minute line like a minimum 20 minute line that is terrible absolutely awful terrible okay that's disgusting anyway so go to a private pharmacy i go to camden yeah. pharmacy in beverly hills i'm obsessed with them i don't know any of their names okay um, chris sent me to that pharmacy once actually and they like super overcharged me for my adderall and i was like okay hey, i'm not doing that again and that's why i use my guys which in the end after insurance? like the delivery fee yeah what's your copay it was like it was all it was 30 day extended release and it was over a hundred over a hundred dollars when I didn't have health insurance, mine was $75 for 90 pills. I know. I remember we had this yeah. conversation and I was like, that doesn't make any fucking sense. Anyway, fuck that. Okay, never mind. Don't go to my pharmacy. Yeah. Medicine Man and Cerritos if you're Medicine if you're Man. I love that. LA. Do you know what I've been seeing a lot lately that I actually can't stand and I don't understand how it like passed like federal law? What? Cyber trucks. I li- literally like they're so disgusting and big and deformed looking. I'm like, that is not a vehicle. And that is like the it, literally massive in the most hideous dimensions I've ever seen. It looks like what a transformer should look like, except for in the movies, transformers, they made the cars look better. Like that fucking like they're they're like those are people are going to get in car accidents in those. No, they're the ugliest things I've it ever seen. It was also like 47 life. feet long. I've seen like at least a dozen. No, the might first might be the same one, but the first thing that came out of my mouth the very first time I saw one was actually down the street from here. Mm-hmm. Had like a fucking cracked windshield. I was like, "Didn't you just get this <laughs> yesterday?" Like these just Hilarious. came out. Um and the very first thing that came out of my mouth was like what the fuck this is the ugliest thing so i've ugly. ever seen in my it's life it's like deformed looking yeah, was it, it huge i wasn't expecting it to be like huge, huge. but it was literally it's huge humongous. and bulky it looks like it was made it was crafted out of like fucking straight sheet metal it's the ugliest yeah. thing i've ever witnessed like, like i don't know how you can buy that and be like oh my god this is like a hot car this is so cool i'm gonna look so cool driving this no you like, look like a fucking moron you are delusional can we also talk about like the um the, the other self-driving cars that have been driving around? Oh, those have, like, Waymos. The Waymos, yeah. And like it's a cool concept and I get it. But like all of the little things that are like circulating Spinning, and doing stuff yeah. outside of the car. I'm like, that is very distracting. And like people are going to get in car accidents because of the distraction that this is causing. Why is that a thing? Um, When I was in my car accident era... um. <laughs> literally like three in one year none of them are my fault well one was but it wasn't even a car accident but we don't have to get into that like there weren't other cars involved um i was watching two homeless people fighting on la brea and sunset and my car like literally at two miles per hour rolled into like the back of this prius that was older than the world earth itself like Mm -hmm. it was like the first prius ever made the back of it was destroyed um yeah so i like hit this annoying lady i'm not going to go into detail about her her husband was a um personal injury attorney 
And she claimed like thirty thousand dollars in da- in self harm and whatever. I was like, Actually, and damage. And I was like, okay. Um, Taylor's oldest time. I've told everybody about this story. My <laughs> car insurance went from like two hundred dollars a month to like six hundred. It was the worst, my worst nightmare thing of my life. Yeah. Anyway, so when I got really, really, really fucking close with the State Farm agents, they were like, "There are cars that drive around that take photos of ve- of everyone's vehicles. Like there are there are cars that drive around cities." And just take photos of cars so we have documentation she was like like we will probably have documentation that like the back of this woman's car was already fucked up and i was like oh my god that's actually really interesting but also really scary that there's people like taking pictures of my car while i'm driving everywhere and you like don't know yeah that's, like, really sketchy. and so when i first saw the waymo things with like the cameras like flying yeah. around on the side and all fucking over the place i was like oh maybe those are like those insurance cars that just drive around and take photos of it but i'm like it's probably the same thing they probably that's the kind of like ai shit that i need to get involved with and yeah. make some fucking money off that yeah. like what kind of technology is that that yeah doesn't even fathom a mentally retarded person like me no no i know we need to be more innovative we need to invent things we need to learn how we can make collaborations like waymo and its little cameras and the insurance agencies which like that's sketchy and i just don't like the like the authority and the power that insurance agencies have they're so bad i hate them i hate them i hate them i hate them but gotta have it i guess i finally just got car insurance like two days ago oh my god i'm obsessed with my life i'm like 2024 i know january was rough again taylor's oldest time we don't have to get into that and we will never revisit january 2024 ever again but that was still part of i'm kind of in my like not in like a poor way but i'm kind of in my like let's cut some corners let's save a couple bucks because i have so many more expenses this year mm-hmm. um so i'm like let's be a broke bitch and figure out how to save fucking money let's i save literally our money, called babes. my insurance this was even before i got a new car and she was like oh like you can go onto your parents insurance and save like literally twelve hundred dollars a year a hundred dollars a month on whatever with like their discount and i was like okay Done. and she was like should i call her and confirm and i was like no like I, I'm confirming right now. You don't need to call her. She doesn't need to know anything. Um, so yeah, now I have normal a normal priced car insurance again. Oh my god, I'm so jealous yeah. of that. It's, I'm so jealous. I'm of obsessed that. with my life. Gorgeous. Um, yeah, but there's other things that we have to worry about. Anyway, everyone, go get your car insurance. Um, go run into a cyber truck and have car insurance. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Yeah. We should just crash all of also, them. Also, okay, never mind. Sorry, I don't want to interrupt you. No, it. I, I wasn't saying anything important. I I need to apologize about my outfit because I wore this to the gym this morning, approximately twelve hours ago, and I haven't been home since. So if you're wondering why I'm wearing leggings and a beanie, it's because I left the house at six a.m. when it was fifty degrees outside to go work out, and I haven't been home since. That's cute. I'm jealous that you went to the gym this morning. I have not been. It was kind of a sleigh. I have my little workout buddy who I work out with, Sarah. Shout out. Love you. Um, and we've been having a good time. We're getting back into it. It's February, bitch. Slay. I know. I need to be on it. I've been going like two days a week, but I'm like, okay, Cedar, pull it together. Pull it together. Anyway, no one cares about my gym routine. Chris, are you hot or are you bothered? I'm bothered this week. Slay, tell me more. I need to try and eloquently like put this into words mm-hmm. because I don't really know how to describe it perfectly. So maybe this is kind of where you come into play mm-hmm. as, you know, my co-host and kind of, you know, finish my sentences for me. But I've really been having a problem lately with, okay, here's an example. I tell a friend like, 
oh my god cedar's so annoying she chews with her mouth open it is bothering me end of discussion i don't it is what it is. I'm just venting and being a little gossipy gay. Mm-hmm. Um, and then that person will take that on themselves mm-hmm. and form an opinion about this other person that they don't even that they've never even met in most cases and then will like detest them and like write it so hard. And every time you bring up that person, whether it's, you know, good or bad or whatever, they're like, oh, my God, like I hate her blah 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 what is that called like i've had a lot of people in my life i'll say something i talk shit obviously we all do yeah whether it's about work or like a friend Mm -hmm. or whatever it's like it's not gonna like objectively or definitively change my opinion about that person or thing Mm -hmm. forever i'm just like venting yeah and then for that person to like take it on and like write it harder and then like every time you bring that person or thing up again it's like a touchy subject for them and i'm like you're not the one that went through that experience you're not the one who went through cedar chewing with her mouth open i did and it actually didn't even affect me that deeply is there a word for that I don't know. Like, I don't, I, if someone tells me that they don't like someone, I'm just like, oh yeah, or whatever is gossiping. It's like, you just, you just are an ear. Yeah. Like why, how can you possibly take on that energy and like not even personally know someone? Like, wouldn't you want to form your own opinion? I am all for being a ride or die in the sense when someone does a friend or a family member or whatever incredibly dirty that person is dead to me. Fuck them. They're a bad person. But when it's like you have to match somebody else's energy. So like if you come to me and you say you're talking shit about somebody or you're venting about somebody and you're like, I fucking hate them, blah, 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 blah. Then I'm like, yeah, right. Fuck them. And then if you come to me a week later and you're like, yeah, so I was hanging out with said person and like you're good with them, then I'm like, okay, Slay, we're good with that person. You know, like I'm like, if I don't know this person and I've never had my own interactions or experiences with them and they haven't done something so wrong to the point where it's relationship ending for you, then like, why would I choose to like hold on to that anger Mm -hmm. and resentment on your behalf? Like when I'm not even angry or resentful. Yeah. I'm just simply like venting. Yeah. And it's just like, yeah, you need to be able to match the other person's energy instead of like. Has that ever happened to you? I feel like there's a lot of people in my life. I'm like, what the fuck am I saying? That's so detrimental Yeah. to like have these people form these opinions. But. You and that big fucking mouth. I know, but. I should just stop fucking talking, actually. Okay. Mm, I. For the record, just do want to state that I don't chew with my mouth open. That's absolutely true. I was just giving the first example that came to my mind. That was simple that I know that people could understand. For sure. Um, But yeah, I just, I, I would never, ever let someone else's opinion on someone hinder my thought on them in any way unless they like literally killed someone. Yeah. Fucked your boyfriend or like stole shit from you I think if I hadn't met that person or if I'd had few interactions with them and in the sense that I hadn't up to that point been able to form my own opinions if they did something shitty or acted in a shitty way toward 
this person that does know them directly, then I would definitely like proceed with caution when mm-hmm. approaching this other person. But I wouldn't ever like jump on that train and like ride it so fucking hard mm-hmm. to like hate this person that I don't know. I feel like if I could name names and name certain situations and scenarios, this would make a lot more sense. But I can't really put both parties on blast. Word. You know? Mm-hmm. Well, yet again, I have... um just talked about something that I'm not sure made if it made I can't even talk I just talked about something I'm not sure if it even made any sense but maybe I'll just stop talking shit about people no I in a have, casual way I have a psychoanalytical hello I think it's just insecure people no I, I have a psychoanalytical perspective to look at this from now that I just formed in my brain which is probably completely inaccurate but we're gonna roll with it I think that what it is, is like you said, insecure people. I think that it's like they don't trust really their own opinions and they mm-hmm. don't have the ability to form their own opinions. Mm-hmm. And so like when they see an opportunity to have an opinion without having to do the work of forming that opinion themselves, then they just take it. I completely agree. I also think that this category kind of falls into the same category. This is actually a really interesting topic. I just forgot what I was going to say. <laughs> people who don't want you to be friends with their friends. Yeah. I fucking hate people like this. Yeah. That is how the world works. That I feel like we've talked about we this have. before. Mm-hmm. Okay. That's like how the world fucking operates. It's that's like, how connections are made. Yes. That's how people And I people. feel like it's like that type of insecurity where it's like, oh, I don't want you being friends with anybody else. So they'll like yeah. hone in on this specific example or whatever and like try and remind you mm-hmm. that you shouldn't be liking this person because they only want you to like them mm-hmm. as like as much as you can like a million people. They want it all for themselves. Right. Can I also actually take that a step further of course bitch let's get deep yeah let's just if if we were to take the scenario and keep building on it and take it further I feel like that easily bleeds into the type of person like say you're in a relationship with this person the type of person that tries to isolate you from other people and that sounds a lot like narcissistic tendencies so anyway, not to say so that my listeners who... that know me personally, this may have came full circle for you if you know what we're talking about. OK, Um. yeah, no, I I just feel like obviously you can possess those traits or whatever characteristics without being a, a narcissist. But I think that like when you are that type of person, it would be easy for you to also be oddly possessive and could then lead to narcissistic tendencies i don't even know what like narcissistic tendencies are or like what a narcissist is that's something that i should probably google and familiarize myself with Mm -hmm. but me being a libra i feel like i'm like kind of like go with the flow i'm kind of gullible i'll trust people i mean i have a pretty good read on most people but like if i what what is what does a narcissist do um, I'm not going to like try and like quote that cuz I'll probably have people attack me for being wrong, but I will say that like I had a narcissistic ex-boyfriend. We kind of dated on and off, but like not really from when I was like 16 till I think the last time we were together I was 21. And I didn't realize he was a narcissist until 
much later on. I think I was like 22 and I stumbled across a TikTok talking about these YouTube videos that are called Conversations with a Narcissist. Mm -hmm. And it's real recordings of people that are experiencing narcissistic abuse and their arguments with a narcissist and i listened to a couple of them and and you were like fuck my like literal jaw was on the floor i was like that is my ex-boyfriend it was crazy i was like this is like almost word for word verbatim shit that my ex-boyfriend would say to me like it's really crazy it's almost like they all got the same textbook Mm -hmm. to like study phrases out of Mm -hmm. and like use them on people it's really fucked up um if anyone's interested hop on youtube the only other time we'll suggest you use youtube unless it is to find us on youtube um and google or look look up conversations with a narcissist because it's like actually insane but then that was when it clicked for me and i was like my ex-boyfriend was actually a narcissist and then I started doing even more research and like learned about all the other ways in which he was very clearly a narcissist but like that's why I always am careful and I like specify when I'm talking shit about my ex I will say like he was actually a narcissist and not in the trendy way he was truly and honestly a fucking narcissist and this is a fun fact that I thought that I wasn't gonna throw in today The whole time I was like with him and not with him, he was also like cheating on me and not cheating on me and cheating on this other girl with me kind of situation. Her and I are now friends and she had the same experiences with him and she is equally in agreement that that man is a narcissist through and fucking through. Okay, so you you girls compared notes and validated the narcissism. Oh, yeah. Love comparing notes. Many a times. Many a times. Yeah. Anyway, that was fun. Okay, well, um, I hope that you got the gist of whatever the fuck I was talking about this week, and I'll probably change my mind next week and yeah. say that I'm that person. Chris's homework this week is to educate himself on narcissism. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm going to become one. Probably. You're pretty damn close, babe. <laughs> <laughs> okay, are you hot or are you bothered? What do you have for me this week? Um, I'm hot. Okay, I'm bothered you're hot. What the fuck is going on? It's this atmospheric river. Isn't this what happened last week or no? I don't remember. I don't remember last week. Were we drunk? We were. We were. Um, Yeah. No, I'm hot this week just because I like, I have something to talk about, but like, (laughs) am I fucking retarded? I'm hot this week because I have been dating around doing my thing as we all know I announced that a while ago um I announce it probably every third episode because I'm never not dating around um anyway and I was just letting my brain roam free earlier today and I was thinking about introducing any one of the men that I'm dating to my family and like how that would look and then I started thinking about my sister and her ex-boyfriends and I like came to the realization that like in this world, there really are two types of people. (laughs) And the first being someone like me personally, where if I'm dating someone, they're absolutely under no circumstances meeting my family unless I'm like about to get engaged to them. Like in my lifetime, I think my family has met two of my boyfriends. One was in college, so that doesn't count because we all know college boyfriends are like a mess. The second was someone I actually was looking at engagement rings with. And anyway, I just like can't fathom the idea of like 
and I and I there's it's just a revolving door of men in my life and I'm not gonna subject my family to meeting all of these fucking shit bags that I bring around you know like I shouldn't even be subjecting myself to that but that's neither here nor there um but then there's somebody like my sister and I actually this is why I'm hot this week because I respect her so much for this and I wish I could be more like this but she's like so carefree when it comes to dating that she will bring anybody around our family like I've had her get the phone number of our Uber driver and then invite him to like come hang out with our family the next day. Like she, she will bring anyone around our family. We've met every single one of her boyfriends, no matter if they've been dating for two weeks or two years, she does not give a fuck. She's like, I'm hanging out with my family. You're coming. And I respect that. Cause I think it kind of like takes the pressure off of all of that. Mm-hmm. But then I also kind of think it's like, I think she does it as a way to gauge like my family's so important to me. Does this mm-hmm. person fit in with my family? And I think that that's a, that's a sleigh. And I just kind of wish I could be more like that, but I'm really just not. Cause I'm like, first of all, I don't really want to subject the men I date to my family. And then second of all, I don't really want to subject my family to the men that I date. So where do you win? I don't know. I was thinking about a lot of things while you were talking about that, if I'm being honest with you. And you didn't interrupt me once. I'm so proud of you. I know, because um, there's been a few people who have uh, requested that I stop fucking talking when Cedar's talking, but isn't that what we're here for? Um, I feel like I kind of like ride that straight down the middle because I'm like, I've literally only had two boyfriends. Obviously, I've introduced both of them to my parents, but I will only be a boyfriend with someone if I'm literally in love with them yeah and like nothing else in the world matters so there's kind of a backstory to how I navigate that yeah I'm not gonna introduce yeah some guy that I've like I just don't move that fucking fast anymore actually let's be honest I don't we're getting older yeah Yeah. and I'm like these fucking losers that I've been babysitting in LA I'm like no Chris is on his nanny game. Yeah. I'm like, uh, uh-uh, uh, we're not, you're not you're going not. near my family. Mm-hmm. You're not even going near my friends. Like mm-hmm. that's even more important because I'm like, once you introduce someone to your friends. Yeah. Then they really know who you are. Yeah. You know, like yeah. babe, you can see a fucking baby picture all day. You are going to die over my mom's cooking. My dad's probably going to like talk to you about something that you have no idea what you're talking about. Story of my life. But like my friends, that's like, as important to me we had this conversation the other day and I told you that like in the past I have been hesitant to introduce boyfriends to my friends because I have a a lot of different friends and Mm -hmm. a lot of different groups of people that you identify with groups or like walks of life or whatever like I, I have a lot of different types of people in my life and I'm I'm a very what do they call it? I'm a very inclusive person. What do they call it in corporate America? Whatever. And so like I'm always scared to introduce my boyfriends to my friends because I don't know how that reflects on me. And then my significant other is like seeing a side of me that isn't like my norm, you know? And mm-hmm. so I've always been very slow to introduce boyfriends to friends. But then you said you were kind of the opposite in that you were more concerned about like your friends liking your significant other. Yes. (laughs) I just was thinking about something, but I'm trying not to interrupt you. And now I'm just losing all my fucking trains of thought. Whatever. 
Okay, I think my Adderall wore off, but I need to figure out what I was going to tell you. Okay, no, but what we were talking about, about different groups of friends, is how, yeah, we have so many different versions of ourselves. Mm -hmm. And each of those versions come out with different friends. And obviously, when you're with, like, your significant other, it's, like, a completely crazy loved bomb version of yourself Mm -hmm. that's like different than how you're going to act with any of those other people so they might think that you're like a complete fucking looney tune with multiple personality disorders Mm -hmm. if you're like introducing them to all these people that you're different around all these people and then you're different towards them right maybe we just are having identity crisis crises or maybe we do have multiple personality disorder i'm fine with that that seems like one that i can manage and accept Yeah, I also was thinking about this the other day, too, in terms of commitment, where, like, I'm at a phase in my life where you will not be getting me to stop seeing other people unless I am marrying you. Unless I I truly believe that I could marry this person, I am going to continue dating everybody. A thousand percent. Like, I just can't. And, like, there are people running around that will just hand out commitments left and right and will like jump from committed relationship to committed relationship, whether it's two months long or two years long. And I'm just like, you couldn't fucking pay me enough. Uh, Baby, while I'm here and I'm single, I am dating everybody in my fucking path. There's no stopping me. I'm by no means tooting my own horn because I'm single as a Pringle and I'm getting ghosted left and right. But gorgeous. Since I've been single for the past year, I have had five or six guys like literally ask me to be their boyfriend. And half the time it's before I even know where they live. We've even fucked. Let's be honest. Yeah. Or I don't even know. I'm like, I don't even. You're like, I don't know anything about you. I can't even like think of it because we, we haven't even discussed it. Like. I'm like, I don't, what kind of toothpaste do you use? Yeah. Like, where do you go grocery shopping? Like, like bitch, you're a I need to know how our two lifestyles, like, fit. Like, if you, you know, go to Planet Fitness and go to Ralph's, like, it's probably not a match. So, let me figure that out. I need to know where you grocery shop. I need to know what toothpaste I need to know, like, your, like, living habits and your standard of life. Yeah. Like, that's normal. No, but I think like, that that's I think it's normal important. too. And it's not even like people say, oh, I'm dating to marry. Cause I'm like not actively looking to get married, but like, I'm just, I'm dating around and I'm just not going to commit to somebody unless I actually see myself marrying them. And to be honest, want to marry them. If I am seeing you and I fall so fucking head over heels in love with you that I'm like romanticizing our future. Yes, I will commit to you. But like under any other circumstance, I just cannot imagine like, making a commitment to somebody knowing that it probably has an expiration date why would you do that yeah why wouldn't you just keep living life and dating everybody and i feel like i've told all these people the same exact thing i'm like okay the boyfriend word is like a huge fucking word for me i'm like i need to know more things about you i'm like it's not a no i'm obviously enjoying hanging out with this person but obviously when you know that is a jump scare for me Mm -hmm. i'm like okay what the fuck is going on um but I'm like, no, we need to figure it out. Yeah. It's like, why would you want to jump into that if you don't even know anything about someone? Yes. And also, funny enough, unlike Chris, I I haven't had 57 men asking me to commit to them since I've been single. But I have had one that was like almost there. And I didn't know he was almost there until after we broke up. And then he was like, 
I wanted you to be my girlfriend. And I was like, what the fuck? Like you should have told me that or like. No, I'm actually glad I didn't know that. But it also like, what the fuck? Because this person knows nothing about me, has never asked me a single question about myself. Yeah. Anytime I've ever spoken about myself, I'm like interrupted or the subject changes or like whatever. Why would you think that we should be in a committed relationship? You can't even tell me what my fucking last name is. Completely agree. But I'm like, what, what am I presenting to these people that's making them like think that I'm checking all their boxes. You know what I mean? You know what it, like, you that know might it, sound like I'm tooting my own horn, but I'm like, it, are your standards that low? Or are you just like thinking with your heart and not your head? I don't know. It's fucking weird to me. I know what it was for me specifically. And when you fell in love with me and asked me to be your boyfriend, <laughs> <laughs> what, what, what are you talking about? No, I'm talking about in the one scenario where someone wanted me to be their girlfriend, oh. the single scenario in my life. No, it was because I was so far removed that I was giving nothing that this person just kind of filled in the blanks on their own and mm. then kind of like assumed all these things about me because I was so go with the flow because I was so far removed that they just assumed that I was a different person that I'm actually not. And I've put a lot of thought into that, actually, because I kind of realized after the fact I'm I'm not really my full self when I'm around this person. And <laughs> let's be honest, that's why he liked me. Because yeah. you, like, yeah. didn't even know me. Yeah. And I'm like, baby, if you only fucking knew, you would actually hate me. Yeah. We're just two fake bitches. We're just really fucking fake. God. And yeah, no one is ever going to love us we if have they have to see our true selves. Disorder. We're different around everyone. Yeah. God, we have to figure that out. Should we discuss while we're here on the topic? Should we discuss? Wait, like, are you finished with your topic? I think so. Okay. I just didn't want to get yelled at. Oh my God. You're so fucking drama. God forbid. Should we discuss serial daters while we're here? Yes. Would you like to go first? I just have a little... I have a little... I want you to go off. I, I, <laughs> um, I'm fascinated by serial daters. I feel like there's like there those random five high school girls that you you've known them your whole life. You don't know them personally, but they always have a different fucking boyfriend. They're engaged every week. <laughs> they're a dentist. Talk about identity fucking crisis. Like one day they're like a nurse. One day they're like in dental school. Mm -hmm. the, this is a specific type of person. That is actually someone with an identity problem. Yeah. But I feel like there are like a handful. I don't know what I look like in this fucking beanie, but I feel like there are like, a, I feel like I look like those little um red rockets on like a pit bull. Um, you know what I mean? Like a little thing, like a little red. Um, th th I just feel like we all know that one girl that's living in a different spot every six months, has a different job, different identity, and has like a different boyfriend. Mm -hmm. And they're always serious fucking boyfriends that they're mm -hmm. like, love of my life, posting and like making that their identities. Mm -hmm. There could be different levels of serial daters, but from my experience, my hometown girls... Mm -hmm. It's weird. Yeah. Yes, I agree completely. I just am one of those people where I firmly believe in you really should get to know yourself before you like commit to other people. And I think you need to like spend time alone and building your life outside of a relationship before you should commit to a relationship. AKA what we're doing right now, me and you. Exactly. And 
yeah, I, I just, I can't, first of all, not only do I really strongly believe that people should take time to be single and understand themselves, but I also cannot wrap my head around the idea that there are people out there that are getting multiple men in their lifetime to like commit so heavily to them. But I've never even, I don't even know if I've ever gotten one. I don't, how are you, I don't understand that. And then also another thing I want to add is I also really fucking hate people who get into their like serial daters. They get into a relationship and then they change their entire personality for that person. Like exactly. Yes. All of their hobbies, all of their interests, all of their friends, everything that they do in their day to day life, they're completely shifting it. I had a friend in high school that was like that and it was like. If her boyfriend was into this sport that she was like so hard for that sport or if her boyfriend did this as a hobby, say he's a fucking ceramicist. Next thing you know, she's running around with a fucking apron covered in clay. Yeah. And like not even in a cute like, oh, my boyfriend loves this. So I want to do this. It was more of like a it was a very pick me kind of thing. Mm -hmm. It was a very much like, oh, I can tell this guy is into this. So I'm going to get super into it. So he likes me more kind of vibe. And I just like cannot support that. I can't get behind it. I don't agree with it. I guess there are people out there in life that like might be like that and are probably like happy and won't die alone. But like I just I really believe in individuality and that is not the fucking vibe if you ask me. That to me seems like like instant gratification in a weird way. Like you're too kind of afraid to explore who you truly are so you're just gonna latch on to the next person that gives you attention and loves you Mm -hmm. so you avoid yourself do they call that codependency no i think codependency can happen to people who are normal like we're codependent not really we're not we're not yeah are we considered serial daters? Are we serial daters? We're well, casual serial daters. Yeah, there's date- a difference. Like, if you're public, if you're going public with someone, like, that is so weird. Also, that's something I would never do. Like, post someone's picture on, like, Instagram. Like, that takes me a long fucking oh, time. yeah. You're meeting my mom and my friends and my grandma before you get a spot on the grid. Yeah. That's partially because I don't really know how to use Instagram. Or social media. My grandpa. Hi, guys. Welcome back to Hot and Bothered. <laughs> yeah. I'm Cedar Champ, and this is but my like, grandfather. That is also scary to me. I mean, unless they're like super fucking hot, then I would be like, snap, snap, babe. You're all over the place. I just don't know if it's necessary because I'm also like the people that follow me. Do they really fucking care to see who I'm dating? It's not like Facebook where it's just my family and loved ones mm-hmm. that like care about my happiness. And what am I going to do? Post a cheesy fucking do picture of us Facebook? at the beach? No. But, like, I'm not going to, like, be posting, like, corny-ass fucking pictures of us at the beach. I also used to joke with one of my... Yeah. I used to joke with one of my ex-boyfriends where I would tell him, like, I will not be posting on my social media about you until our engagement announcement. Then then I will post on... I will hard launch you and it will be our engagement announcement. I have a question. Go ahead. When do you think it is appropriate to delete photos of you Ooh. and your ex on social media Ooh. if you guys have broken up do you think it's appropriate do you think that you should leave the photos because it's an era of your life or or what what is your hot take on deleting photos of your ex okay or not? okay i think that this depends because if you're a normal and like slightly healthy person my answer okay my answer would be you should take them down when you start dating mm-hmm 
Like if you're a normal and healthy person, you're probably not going to start actively dating until like three to six months out of the relationship. If it was a serious relationship and if it wasn't, you shouldn't be posting them on your social media. Exactly. But like also some of us aren't normal or healthy and I've definitely been weeks out of a relationship and been like, let's see what's on hinge, yeah. you know? But I do think because like you don't want to be like on a dating app and have people go to your fucking Instagram and you have like exactly. pictures of your ex all over your Instagram. But also you don't want to be that person that's like so drama and taking pictures down like the moment you send your fucking breakup text, you know, like don't be that person. But like I think that like three to six months is like a healthy timeline to like take them down because then it's like not going to hurt your ex significant other that badly. Mm -hmm. But it's also just like practical, you know, I think it's part of the stages of like letting go and like moving on. And if you take them down immediately, then you're just a bitter Betty. That is like number one indicator of somebody who's fucking bitter and butthurt. Or someone who's a serial dater or someone who is like emotionally immature. Exactly. So you took yours down the next day? Um, I did because I was having an Ozempic rebrand and my face was really big. We only had a couple photos that were like, I'm being honest. I love it. I love the honesty. Um, Be honest, babe. So yeah, like we broke up and I would, I, you know, actually fuck all that. Scrap that, scrap that, scrap that. I take it back. I loved the Ozempic rebrand. Okay, the Ozempic rebrand was happening before. I need to get this chronologically in order. My Ozempic, Ozempic, <laughs> my Ozempic rebrand was at the tail end of my relationship, and there were some, there were a lot of photos on my Instagram that I was like, I actually don't like these photos, and then I was like, okay, I look like I am six hundred pounds more than how much I weigh now. Mm-hmm. Um, so I deleted like. A handful of photos and I think like I probably had like two or three photos with my ex that were like strictly just me and him and I look like a fucking whale and I was like those are going so I deleted those actually before we broke up and then like all my other photos are like in carousels or whatever the fuck those are called where they're like swipe and there's other photos and those are still all over my Instagram yeah um but yeah like a few weeks after we broke up he's like did you really delete all of our pictures off Instagram and I was like I deleted them before we broke up because I looked fat in them. And I don't think he believes me or like, I, I don't know if he believes me or not, mm-hmm. but that was le- legitimately why I was like, I look so fat in these pictures. I'm deleting them. Yeah. It wasn't like a, I hate you so much. You broke my heart. I'm deleting No, it was, like, it was like, we actually have two pictures, like solid pictures on the grid together Yeah, over the course of a five year relationship. And yeah. I looked fat in them and I deleted them. Right. Because you're like, that's not me anymore. No. And there was like a few other ones. Um, we should go through the archives and figure out what those were. Mm-hmm. Um, they were like all during COVID. Like Ew. fat, like puffy, wine lady. Ew. No. Yeah, no. Like bad. And I do think it is healthy and normal to regularly like toss out some Instagram posts. They're not all winners and it's okay mm-hmm. to get rid of a few. Yeah. Like when I'm being manic, like. The other day, actually, I went through my archived photos and was like, oh, why the fuck did I archive this? And I popped her back on the grid. Each manic episode, you're just archiving. And yeah, I'm just like the redoing the entire pictures. thing. And I was like, OK, like Stunning. we'll figure this out. I love that. Um, but no, I added like a couple photos back and I was like, that picture's a sleigh. Who fucking cares? Gorgeous. But yeah, I think that a normal, healthy person would do the same. Yeah. 
delete them immediately. Mm-hmm. There's no <laughs> other option. No other option. But like there have been guys that are like, oh, is is this one your ex? Because it's like obviously he shows up in like multiple photos. Yeah. We, I actually had an interaction with, um, I was at a birthday party, uh, my friend's birthday party the other day and we were chatting and I'd stalked his Instagram and there was a picture of him and a guy. And I was like, this is a really cute picture, but is that your ex? And he was like, yeah. And he was like, do you think I should delete it? And I was like, how old is it? And it was literally from 2021. And I was like, yeah, because he doesn't post often enough, so it was still relatively high like up on the grid. How my shit was too, and I was like, it's a really cute picture, actually. So I don't want to tell you to delete it, but like it was in a carousel. I was like, if you can swap the order, maybe do that. Otherwise, you should delete that picture yeah. because guys are like, people are dumb. Someone's gonna see that and be like, oh my god, okay, he literally just got out of a relationship and not check the date or realize like that was literally years ago, and. No, like you don't need to be having pictures of your ex-boyfriend from 2015 up on your social media. That's just not content that people need to see. So Slay, that's where I stand with that. Do you want to give them homework assignments this week? Okay, so what we're going to be doing this week is we are deleting all of our photos with our exes. We're bringing our new boyfriends home to mom and dad immediately. After the first sleepover. After the first sleepover, Mm -hmm. you are doing a sit-down Sunday dinner. Mm -hmm. Um, What you're not going to do is... Own a cyber truck. Own a cyber truck or whatever the fuck I was talking about today, which is getting mad at someone who you have never met in your fucking life fighting battles that aren't your own yeah you're not doing that yeah just be an ear and just be cute and just be unbothered absolutely rebrand your instagram Mm -hmm. and oh my god un un archive a photo Uh, yes that's That's what you're gonna do absolutely that's what you're gonna do Okay, Slay, um, get your Adderall prescription filled oh, if you yeah. have Yeah, bitch, get it delivered, you broke asses. Exactly. Get it delivered. Exactly. $15 from Cerritos. It would cost me $45 at least to get to Cerritos and gas. Medicine Man Pharmacy, babes. Maybe they should sponsor us. Mm-hmm. Anyway, love you all. Have a blessed week. We'll see you next week. Mm-hmm. Stay Bye. dry.